Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Don't be afraid. It's only beyond the third dimension on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, here are your frightening hosts. Thank you. Welcome to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Madeline, and this is Emily. Hi. Our topic today is paranormal. So, Emily, what is paranormal exactly? Because, you know, everybody has a different viewpoint of what paranormal activity is. Right, Maddie. Um, I know a lot of people, the first thing that you think when you think about paranormal activity is, oh, look, there's a ghost in the corner. But actually, we decided to do a little bit of research and find out the actual definition of paranormal. Paranormal means the occurrence of an event that cannot be scientifically explained. So that brings in a whole new horizon of um, things to talk about in paranormal, because someone could say to you, um, do you have any paranormal experiences, or what's your viewpoint on paranormal? And there's so many things that you can uh, talk about that you would never thought, and it's a very broad topic. Yeah, like when you first think paranormal as like a kid, you think, oh, a ghost in a bed sheet is going to attack me when I sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty common night terror. <laughs> I still I've have those dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's graduated from like ghost in a bed sheet, though, to mind-eating zombies. But anyway, <laughs> at least I have a brain. They won't starve. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mine's kind of extra large. I think they get a really good dinner. Good breakfast. Lots of protein. Okay, so... uh, (laughs) Makes them smarter. (laughs) Maddie, what's your viewpoint on paranormal activity outside of the Webster's Dictionary? What do you think that really is? Well, that's a really hard topic for me because I like answers. I always ask why, 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 why. So I am trying to figure out what exactly is out there and how it relates to us. Like if there really is a third dimension, if we can access their dimension. Exactly. Well, there, there is a third dimension. It's like up, down, left, right, back and forth. <laughs> now, the fourth dimension is a different question. There's always <laughs> the question of the spiritual dimension. Yeah. And how that relates to religion and um, uh, folklore, things like that. Yeah. And then, of course, our common belief of ghosts and poltergeists things like that yeah like there's just many different options they could just be there if you if you don't have a religion maybe Mm -hmm. that's where you go and then there are religions like voodoo that are centered around that yeah which is the belief that there is one god and then there's spirits that intervene with human life Mm -hmm. i just find that really creepy because like just a spirit sent out from the underworld or whatever you want to call it. There's so many things that are hard to explain that happens in this world, and that's something that does kind of scare a lot of people, Maddie. Yeah. And Hollywood tries to make it worse. I mean, with all the paranormal activity movies and stuff. I mean, really, it's... I don't even think I could watch that, just hearing about some of them. I remember (laughs) when I was a kid, someone told me about Chucky, and I sat there and I cried for like an hour. I was a very emotional child. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, I don't own glass dolls, though. They kind of scare me a little bit. Oh, me too. What about the different things that scare people, though? I think that's an interesting thing to touch upon. I wonder if those things could be classified as paranormal as according to this definition. Yeah, I know, like uh, creepy faces. Because you you search like scary pictures on top of 
uh, Google or something, and then you see all these like animated, creepy faces. But that's what tries to scare people, and I think it throws people off from what actual paranormal activity is. Something to consider is where does where is the line drawn between uh, paranormal and uh, psychological Ugh, scares? Yeah. So there's so much that gets blurred when you're afraid. So you don't know what's actually going on and what's in your head. So that's where yeah. you have to try to sit, sit down and separate what can be scientifically explained and what can't. Mm. Like, I simply walk through my house, and I know there's nothing in my house, unless I bring, like, a Ouija board or something. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> no, but and then simply the shadows. And I start thinking about this radio show, and I'm like, oh, that shadow looks kind of creepy. Oh, no, it's just the couch. It's just a, l- a little bit deformed. And I have to calm myself sometimes, because that's what Hollywood does, is try and scare you. And it works. Ugh. Oh, it works. I, I'm afraid of my own house at night. I remember when I was a little kid, I read a book, and it mentioned something about, like, the witching hour. And I think it was a Roald Dale book, but I, it was scary for me because I was a little kid. And I woke up one, one night, and it was 3 o'clock in the morning. And I remember running into the bathroom and freaking out and then running back into my room and slamming my door. And then I, I couldn't sleep for hours because I was so convinced that there was someone in my room. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Madeline. And And I'm Emily. (laughs) And our topic today is paranormal activity. We're right in the middle of discussing what paranormal activity is as opposed to a psychological scare or what they use uh, in Hollywood to uh, evoke scare in people. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what is Uh, that thing? (laughs) I don't know, ghosts, people scaring you in the middle of the night, screaming just throwing things out here that might possibly go, be going through that scary brain of yours, Madeline Todd. My, my brain is very scary. I think those ghosts, if they ever try and haunt it, they'd actually scream and want to run away themselves. <laughs> so would you say that your brain is more paranormal or scientifically explainable? I try and, well, I don't think it's scientifically explainable at all. <laughs> I actually try and find scientific explanations to things. And that's what the purpose of this show is, is to eventually get the scientific science behind it so people don't have to just be scared and they know what's actually out there yeah would you define yourself as a cynic maddie what is or that do you <laughs> believe in ghosts or do you think that there's a scientific uh explanation behind all of it and it's just a whole bunch of nonsense i believe there is a religious purpose behind it uh whether whatever religion you are uh but there there has to be something like mm-hmm. some sort of science behind it sort of like time warps and all that oh that's so cool i love time warps you know uh buddhists they have a belief with the paranormal that if you have bad karma in your life which means that if you do bad things and you die with bad karma on your soul then you can be reborn as um a ghost and that's what they think that spirits are is people who have had bad karma in their lives which would explain poltergeists yep it would but then it wouldn't really explain the good ghosts would it no like the ones that actually try and help you. And, and then what about the word ghost? Like, do you think that ghosts are ghost ghosts? Or maybe I have this theory that it could be just like a force that's created like energy. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people have that theory that um, things that happen in the past that are large events ha- leave an energy print on a certain area that people pick up on. Hmm. I've never thought about that before. I've I always thought of ghosts as, like, spirits, not actually ghosts, like, bedsheets and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought of them as lost souls that, like, couldn't find where they were supposed to be. And there's, they still have some sort of attachment on that place to where they should be left behind and warn people or even creep people out because they like doing that kind of stuff. 
Like, you know, there's always that one boy in the in a school or high school that likes to pick on people oh, and jumps up behind him and scares them. Uh, I think that's how the ghosts are. They were spirits. <laughs> there is always that one boy, and that's that's who it is. The boy or girl that likes to pick on people and scare them. And that's what, just what they do all day long or oh, night long, whatever. I never thought about that that way, Madeline. You're, you're kind of scaring me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep with the lights off today. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Madeline, you, you frightened me. <laughs> No, I, I really think that that's a valid thing to think about ghosts, but I think that there's other ways to think about them too. Of course. Um, like personally, I'm a Christian and I'll say this, but there's so many different ways that religion defines it. Like if you look in the Bible and you think about the word paranormal, half the things in there are, I mean, Jesus walked on water, please scientifically explain that to me. <laughs> yeah. I think so there's so many definitions of paranormal that don't really have to be scary, but then again, yeah. a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, like, where does that stop and where does that start? Mm -hmm. And I wonder if the power of suggestion kind of just brings things about. Yeah, and if it's all just in our minds, even. Well, when I was a little kid, I went to school, and um, I was in second grade, and I never found my school scary, not once, until a boy uh, told me about Bloody Mary. Oh. And that's a very common ghost story um, about... If, if you say Bloody Mary three times, you uh, you look in the mirror and she'll pop out and scare you. And after that, ever since I heard that, um, I, I'd always been scared to be in the school alone and I'd hear things, but that never happened before. I think that would be kind of cool to have a haunted school. I mean, oh. if it's not too haunted, I mean, just like a simple tap on the shoulder and you turn Oh, around. I'd get a transfer. What? No. <laughs> uh, pencils flying around. Okay, test is canceled, students. <laughs> so... Wouldn't that be awesome? I was just thinking uh, about that today. I think that um, that would definitely distract me during my math test. <laughs> but then again, if it was a smart ghost, I could probably lean over and get some answers. <laughs> Whisper it in your ear. It's A. I don't know if I would really use that answer, though, because it kind of freaks me out a little bit for yeah. some random person to whisper eight in my ear. I'd probably go to a psychiatrist and make sure that I wasn't uh, schizophrenic or anything. Yeah, just trying to fool you. Well, let's take a break, okay? All right. I'm Madeline. And I'm Emily. Keep it right here. You are listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Surprise you. 
Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Thank you, and welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Madeline. And I'm Emily. Our topic today is paranormal activity. We just got done talking about the definition of paranormal and discussing the different Mm -hmm. viewpoints of it. And the definition, and then mm-hmm. all the scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what are we going to be talking about this? this uh, I thought segment? we could talk about Hollywood scare tactics, exactly, Ugh. what they do, like different shows that are just fake, and you can just tell that it's fake. But they still scare you. Yeah. And then, I'm not going to lie about that. I'm and then, afraid of everything. And then parentheses, uh, real ghost hunting shows. <laughs> I love how you used your air quotes and no one can air see quotes. them. I know. I said parentheses, but then I did air quotes. Yeah, we, no we all know. So, so now you know I actually did per- air quotes. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Hollywood scare tactics. Would you like to lead it off, Maddie? Sure. I, I might get too scared and pee myself or something. <laughs> that's what depends are for. <laughs> I, don't, I think you're young enough not to have those. Pol- uh, pampers? Yeah. Okay, those, sorry. Those go ahead. <laughs> Haunted pampers. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, I yeah, that was kind it. of a comedy, but it was also kind of scary. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I noticed that they targeted a lot um, families, and I think that was the scary element. Was It was always people that were loved, that were being in jeopardy, like babies. and Oh, that poor baby in the bathtub with the goo. Oh, that was the worst. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I mean, you should have, otherwise you're uncultured and you should go buy this. But <laughs> poor I'm sorry. people. <laughs> Just go to the movie store or rent it on Netflix. That's the beauty of the internet now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they they had, uh, there was a woman and she was giving her son a bath and she had dated a ghost hunter previously. Buster. Ghost Buster. Buster. Whatever. Something strange. Maddie, please stop singing. I'm trying to be serious right now. (laughs) Thank you. This is a fear and please don't make fun of me. I'm sorry. Um, They were, she was giving her son a bath and goo started coming up out of the bathtub and trying to like grab her son and it was quite scary and then the possessed stroller and the paintings and they they always uh, tugged on things that they knew that people would be afraid of mm-hmm. pink goo scary madeline don't mock me <laughs> i'm not mocking i'm serious you are mocking me pink goo is creepy if i it saw would be it... creepy if it was in your bathtub trying to eat you exactly that's what i'm saying i'm not being sarcastic but what's the difference between things that you see on shows about ghosts and, I mean, I know that you have recently been watching a lot of ghost hunting shows. And <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the difference between the legit ones and the ones that are created to scare? 
Well, you can just tell. They don't have any scientific approach at all. No equipment. Which ones? Um, I don't remember the, the name The ones exactly. that are, like, created to scare? The ones that... Uh, the ones that are created to scare. Okay. There is this one show on, I, I believe it's the Travel Channel, but it's just some stories that are recreated, and you don't even know if it's <laughs> if it's true or not. The people are they just have this shadow across their face, and they start explaining about, oh, yeah, my house was haunted. Um, I had a rosary yanked off my necklace, I mean, my neck, and then they re reenact it all, and that's all they do. They don't have any equipment or anything to back it up, and that's what people want is something to back up the stories. Otherwise, it's just stories to scare you. I agree. It could be real, but we don't know that. And there, we shouldn't be able to say, oh, yes, I believe that, if we don't have anything. Right. Um, when I was a kid, I know I'm telling a lot of stories about when I was a kid. Imagine how bad I'm going to be when I'm 80. But <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about the good old days. <laughs> when I was uh, eight, I had a friend who told me that when she lived in Illinois, she had a haunted house. And her mom was telling me how when she was sleeping she had a dream that she was at the top of the stairs and got pushed down the stairs and she woke up freaking out she woke up her husband and she made him uh check her back because her back was hurting and she had fingerprints on her back like someone had shoved her down the stairs oh that's like creepy. red hand marks oh my gosh but then again you know you were saying that people need proof and i had no proof of this so i never knew if i believed them or not now mm -hmm. and that did not stop the nightmares but <laughs> <laughs> That's, so, that's really scary how real life can play into your dreams, sort of like that. Anything Hollywood does to try and scare you, you are probably likely going to have it in your dreams. I think night. that's probably um, one of their scare tactics, if you ask me, is the psychological side of it. Like, look, on look at Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know if you're familiar with that, are you? Sort the of. The story behind that? Sort well, of. basically, it's about someone who comes into your dreams and kills you. Oh, yes, okay. Right. So, um, that's meant to scare people mm -hmm. and it's meant to carry on into their lives you're listening to voice america kids network i'm madeline and emily and our topic today is paranormal activity we we're just talking about how hollywood scares you and versus the real ghost hunting shows and experiences and yeah what we believe or not that this just uh popped into my head while you were reiterating what we're talking about <laughs> there's always a difference in content Mm -hmm. between the shows that are made up and the, the movies, they're always a lot thicker with the uh, the activity and the possession. I know that that's a lot of it, like possessed Ugh. by demons. But in the, in the real investigations, the things that happen aren't as lined up. Mm -hmm. They're not as thick throughout the night. Mm -hmm. There's space in between. Mm -hmm. It's Cause... not constant. Oh my gosh, what was that? What was that? And <laughs> let's speak to the ghosts. It doesn't happen like that. Get away from me. I have a Bible. <laughs> well, actually, please don't mock my methods. I'm not going to. <laughs> Those are my methods. Self-protection. Stay away from me. I have a book. <laughs> but that's what also when I, I want to find out is if we do ghost hunts, we're going to eventually. But when we go, we're going to test some things like that, like actually have a Bible and you are Catholic, so you can bring your rosary. Yeah, that, that would help. We can see if that actually works, because some of the things I've seen on the parentheses, the real ghost hunting shows, that they have had a bishop for some places that are, <laughs> that really creeped me out and that were really... 
right. haunted. Plus, I think that it's just if you have strong faith, then that's it helps because it's a way to calm you down. And when you have a clearer mind, then it's easier to um, remain calm and keep control of the situation. Like back when I was a kid, <laughs> when I, I would get scared, I would knock on my dad's door. And he's not a night person. He really is not. So he'd basically say, go say a Hail Mary. And he'd slam the door in my face. So I'd sit there <laughs> oh, in my nice. bed. Well, he was tired. I'd sit there in my bed saying Hail Marys, and that's the only way that I could go to sleep because basically Catholics view that as kind of a meditation, Mm -hmm. and it calms your mind down, and it makes things a lot less scary, and I believe that if there was a spirit in my house, then it would have made it a lot harder for it to get to me if I wasn't uh, afraid. I'm going to try that sometime. I'm not Catholic, but I'm going to try that sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, pray pray to God and stuff. That that works, too, because you're Christian. Yeah. Right. And then if you're not Christian, I don't know, pray to Buddha. I don't know if people pray to Buddha. I think they mostly just meditate. Because Buddha's not a god. He's a holy Person. figure. Hmm. Anyway, so if you're Buddhist, you could meditate. I don't know. It's just things like that that differentiate the, the Hollywood scare tactics versus the real world. Mm-hmm. Or parentheses around real because I am a cynic. I'm just a cynic who's afraid of everything. The real world fourth dimension of spirits and things like that and if you want you can always pray to hollywood if you're so obsessed with it and you love what they do (laughs) dear freddy cougar please don't hurt me in the middle of the night tom cruise please save me (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure tom cruise is flattered (laughs) yeah if he's listening (laughs) i have to thank you for lightening the mood i'm starting to scare myself oh i'm sorry But, you know, uh, the scientific approach, for me at least, uh-huh. it, it does calm me down, even if it doesn't have to. To make jokes? <laughs> if, it do, if I don't or have to make Or the scientific approach. The scientific approach. Okay. I didn't know if it was your scientific approach to make jokes about things. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that does work, too. It lightens the mood. And I think that's Fear Farm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was at Fear Farm. And Fear Farm is a very scary place. They use a lot of Hollywood scare tactics, like loud noises and creeping up on you in small spaces. But then you can also, you know, throw the psychological tactics right back at them. I got a zombie to sing me Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Of course he threw in Don't Stop Believing until I eat you. Can I nubble your ear? I said no. <laughs> but but it, it certainly made it a little bit less scary. Zombies sing too. Maybe a little tone deaf. Okay, if there's a shrink out there that would like to help me with my fear of singing zombies, let me know. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good thing to point out because, you know, people are listening right now, hopefully. Yeah, uh, I think on the topic of fears, mm-hmm. I'd like to ask if you think that a lot of fears that people had are induced by Hollywood scare tactics and not just used by the scare tactics, but actually planted in people by those. Oh, yes, of course, because if we didn't have that, if we didn't have any of that propaganda stuff, then I think we would be a little bit more willing to actually jump into that. I absolutely agree with you, Madeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's take a break. I'm Madeline. And Emily. Keep it right here. You are listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. 
Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Thank you, and welcome back to this program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Madeline. And I'm Emily. And our topic today is paranormal activity. So we just got done talking about some... Hollywood scare tactics. Hollywood scare tactics and other <laughs> stuff like that. And now we would like to talk about some places that are supposedly haunted inside of the Phoenix area. So there's this one spot where this nine-year-old girl died by a hit-and-run driver. Ugh. Hit-and-runs. I don't think that there's even a joke I can make about those. It's pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you wouldn't hit anyone. Oh, uh, no. I don't think so. Or not Not off. on my bike. Not on a scooter. Not in a car. And if you did, why would you drive off? Well, she has supposedly been making herself known around the places that she was killed. And there was this one time where this man reported having a dream about a girl that fit that description. And right as he woke up, it was a box fell on his head. Just as his wife had a vision of the little girl in her kitchen while she was doing the dishes and she her telling them how much she loved them. I think that's slightly fishy. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, first of all, who keeps a box hovering above their bed? Could probably I, I don't be exactly. Shelf, why would you hovering. keep an, a box on your shelf by your? I don't understand that. And could have just moved into the house. The box floated into the house. Not no. They could have moved, and then like into that apartment oh, okay. or house, and then they okay. kept the spare box on top of the shelf. Well, then I don't. I also don't understand why a girl killed in a hit and run would come and drop a box on some sleeping guy's head. I don't know. 
It really doesn't make much sense to me. Plus, um, don't you ever have those dreams where you wake up and you feel like you just fell really hard and you kind of freak out? Or you feel like someone just grabbed your leg or something because that happened in your dream when you wake up? No. Never mind. (laughs) But um, there are some other things, such as when the ambulance was driving away with the little girl inside, there was a bunch of uh, workers inside of the ambulance. But then some of the witnesses outside of the ambulance saw the girl that was hit press her hands against the window when she was actually laying down inside of the ambulance. But she was dead at that point. Mostly. Mostly? Mostly. She's only mostly dead. (laughs) Sorry, that reminds me of the best movie in the world. Anyway, (laughs) I'm always getting off topic, aren't I? Yeah. Um, I also think it's weird that he had a dream about this girl. Like, how would he automatically know that it was... I mean, I guess they don't know, but they I don't just think theorize. He, I don't think he knew it was the little girl. He just knows he had a dream about a nine-year-old girl that fit the description of the girl that died inside of the... But sometimes I have dreams about talking teddy bears. I mean, dreams don't always have any relation to real life. I think we need to get you checked, Emily. I think we need to get that lady checked. You saw the girl in the kitchen. Forget about me. <laughs> Jeez, I think the first thing that I would do, I wouldn't go to my husband, oh, look, there was a little girl in the kitchen, and she says that she loves us. I'd go see a doctor. (laughs) Uh, That's probably where they got this. It's because she did go to see the doctor or something Mm, like that. I don't know. Um, The doctor thought she was crazy. (laughs) It just sounds a lot like the standard ghost story that you hear a lot. And Mm -hmm. not to say that her death wasn't tragic. I mean, it was. It was very tragic, and I don't think that I could imagine being her or being anyone related to her but I don't know if I particularly buy the fact that uh, this guy saw her and this girl mm-hmm. uh, told them that she loves them even though they're complete strangers I, I just don't get it that's the problem with these things is some of them could just be stories trying for people to get attention and easily yeah they could just discuss hey I think I'm go- remember there was that one girl that died I think I'm gonna try and make money off of her that's just oh, that's cool awful. plus I, you know back when I was a little girl. <laughs> Three years um, ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of this. <laughs> anyway, um, I used to think that I saw things in my classroom, like a ghost walking from one room to the other, and I truly believed this, but no one else saw it, and it was a new school. And uh, I don't think that a lot of the things that people say that they saw, they really saw. Yeah, it could also just be paranoia. When I was uh, younger, I was going on a field trip, I think it was about in the third grade, I don't remember what it was, but it was in Texas, and there was this big auditorium. And then I was sitting next to my friend Deja, deja vu kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looked over in the corner of a hallway, and she saw something, and then she said, she tapped me on the shoulder, Maddie, do you look over there? And I look, and I thought I saw something that looked like a rope, but not actually a rope. It was more white, and it, was, it didn't look like it was connected to anything, but it looked like a noose. And... Um, she saw the same thing so I'm like hey that looks like yeah a couple seconds later we felt our next titan not exactly titan like enough to hurt you but just creepy that would be when paranoia would come in play (laughs) you are listening to the voice america kids network I'm Madeline and I'm Emily and our topic today is the paranormal activity so we've been discussing uh places inside of Arizona that are supposedly haunted by some people that were killed or some incidents that have happened. Mm-hmm. We just discussed uh, an incident of a little girl who was killed in a hit and run that is said to be seen around Phoenix. Do you have anything else? Yes, actually. There was also a woman with her children 
I don't remember where they were going, but they walked outside of the house, and then they look across the street, and they saw this girl that they have never seen before waving to them that fit the description of that nine-year-old girl that died near the area. And uh, they didn't know who she was, but they keep on seeing her, and when they look back, she's just gone. Hmm. It's really weird. I think, though, that if I saw a little girl waving at me from the other side of the street, I might try to go over there and talk to her and figure out where her parents are. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd look away and then look back and, oh, let's go stare at the house for a second. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's entirely possible. I just don't know how probable it is. Yeah, because we don't have any proof. We can't actually disprove it or prove it to be true. It's just a story. And, you know, I absolutely wish that it, I could prove it. I wish that there was a way to say, yeah, that's a nine-year-old girl. Let's go give her a lollipop and find <laughs> her mom or something. But I see girls like that all the time near my house. Not ghost girls, thankfully. <laughs> that would be creepy. But I'd Oh, quite. We'd have another story to talk about. <laughs> but, yeah, they wave to me sometimes, and I just wave back. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, I actually go over there and say hi and try and find out where her parents are. And it happens to me all the time, like, I'll see a guy on his skateboard, and he's riding across the street, and then I'll look away for a second, I'll look back, and he's not there. Well, skateboards are fast. Maybe he (laughs) just rode away. The girl was not on a skateboard, though. Did it specify this? No. See? Or she could have just walked away, or ran away, because she might have gotten freaked out that she was staring at her. She could have been riding on a skateboard when she got hit. Oh my goodness, Madeline. Or it could be a real little girl. And the ghost skateboard helped her get away. It could be a real little girl who actually had a real live skateboard, but, you know, let's just not suggest that to Madeline. (laughs) Nope. No, don't. We must believe in dead things. Yes. I don't believe in death, but I think that's another story. Why don't you believe in death? Um, it's kind of complicated. It has to do with the fact that the way life works and how people grow up and get older and okay let's see i'm going to relate this to pampers training pants okay that should be All a strange right. analogy Mm-hmm. well listen you're getting potty trained and you're not fully there yet so you have to wear training pants mm-hmm. and then when you learn how to go pee pee on the potty then you don't have to wear your training pants anymore and that's how i feel about death because i think that our souls are more than just our bodies that is very interesting yeah <laughs> Please don't send any angry emails about how she's nuts. Get her off the air. No. I don't know. It's just something that I think. So the concept of ghosts is hard, and it it makes sense, but then again, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very skeptical about all of it. Well, if you have any comments, you can contact us at info at voiceamerica.com. Don't say anything mean about me, but, you know, if you think I have a pretty voice... let them know because that would be a real confidence booster. Or if you have some experiences and proof yourself, you can gladly send it to us. We'll observe it. And don't be alarmed if we play devil's advocate and we try and <laughs> disprove it. But, you know, it's uh, just... We probably will. Because that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are both kind of skeptical, aren't we? Yes. Of certain situations, that is. Mm-hmm. Others were like, yes, that is totally true. An example of that would be? (laughs) Some of the things that I've seen on Ghost Adventures on Uh the Travel Channel, there have been a bunch of scientific uh, proof. They used a bunch of scientific equipment, um, and it just, just all of that put together. It's just, I don't know how one cannot believe it. 
Mm, I don't know. I guess there are things that I could say absolutely, but I never say absolutely about anything. Like, I could argue with you about the fact that negative numbers don't exist. <laughs> yeah. For hours. <laughs> but um, I think that's mostly just a tactic to get out of math class. Um, it, it's still, I don't think that anything's set in stone, so I will argue. And I will argue a lot. Especially the things that we don't know. We, we don't know. As they can always be argued. I, I think you're right. Like theories and um, things like that, scientific theories mm-hmm. for you know anomalies. Yes. So mm-hmm. so let's Just take rambling. A break. Okay. All right. Breaks are good. <laughs> I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. Keep it right here. You are listening to the Voice America. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Thank you. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Madeline. And hopefully I'm still Emily. (laughs) Our topic today is paranormal activity. Uh, we were just talking about Hollywood scare tactics and all of the things that they do to creep us out and what it actually is. Um, but now we want to talk about like places in Arizona that are supposedly haunted. That people <laughs> have <laughs> th- things that people have experienced and our own experiences even. Mm-hmm. Not at, exactly at those places because we haven't been there yet. Um, oh, but, but we will be there. <laughs> we will be there. And actually. by the sound of my screams, everyone will know that we have been there. <laughs> And then me saying, Emily, it's okay. Get out of the corner. Find a happy place. I don't like corners. I would not be in a corner. I am claustrophobic. Oh, I would be in a corner hugging my knees and shaking. Okay, anyway, corners. That's not (laughs) what we're talking about. We'll do an architectural show sometime. (laughs) Well, in Arizona, there's uh, Jerome is a city. And there's a hotel that is supposedly haunted. Uh, Jerome Grand Hotel is the name of it. And uh, this hotel was once a hospital or an insane asylum. Uh, among the many different types of occurrences that have happened there, there was a woman in white that who roams the halls. There has been a, cat, a tabby cat that was felt and seen jump onto beds and cuddling next to some guests, which is which is a ghostly tabby cat, not like a real tabby cat. Yeah, not not real <laughs> tabby cat though. I was being told about this before beforehand, and uh, Perry was actually talking about it because he's been to Jerome mm-hmm. and he was telling us about how there was a haunted cat there and I said are we talking about a, a live cat that's possessed by demons or because <laughs> no one told me that it was a ghost cat and I felt very silly about this but yeah You're so it's fine. a ghost cat it's a very good thing to know about because like <laughs> You well, if there cat. was a real cat, I think I'd probably freak out because I, I don't like live cats or <laughs> dead cats. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's still a cat, and you should run and scream for your life. <laughs> uh, but there's also a woman in white, oh, I, a nurse that with a clipboard that roams the halls um, and also haunts one man's room. And supposedly there's a child who runs through the bar area looking for his mother at night. I just find that so sad. I that mean, is sad. Can you imagine looking for your mom for all eternity? And you still can't find her. Unless it is like an energy imprint. Anyway. I freaked out when I couldn't find my mom at Gaddy Town when I was like five. I and could, that was probably for like ten minutes. Uh, that, no, that was more like three. So just for him, ugh, I don't know how time works I think in the spiritual world ugh. or what, but that's just scary. I think that's less scary and more more sad like you want to do something to help that's what propels me to do stuff like this is I want to help or which I know I probably can't because it's playing with some things that we still don't have answers for but I want to help I want to do something I want answers just make sure that you mess with the spiritual world when I'm not around and freaking out because that scares me (laughs) I don't think that you should mess with 
the way that things work. Yeah, I should at least mess with the nice ones. I mean, look at but look at the people who use Ouija boards and what oh, happens gosh. at their houses. Ugh. Ouija <sighs> boards are just creepy invention. I don't know how it works. I've never actually seen one myself. Um, but there is a friend of mine that had actually had a one come into her house. And I've spent the night at her house. It's kind of creepy. I haven't seen anything. But I trust that girl with my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really believe her. I doubt that it's uh, any more haunted than the Jerome Hotel, though. Yeah, I, I'm really interested not. in uh, knowing a little bit more about Jerome. Yeah, we should go there for our first adventure. <laughs> I will drag you by your toenails if you don't agree oh, to it. <laughs> that sounds quite painful. Yes. Um, no, I'll go with you. Okay, good. But in Jerome, there was also um, frightening sounds of moaning and coughing miners. Also, the smell of cigars will be there and then disappear <sighs> the next morning. A lot on the, and on the th- third floor, there's also the smell of baby powder because there used to be uh, babies. I've also heard that um, on the third floor, there's uh, quite often a strong smell of cigars and, and liquor up there, even though mm-hmm. it's a non-smoking hotel. Yeah. Uh, people stay there. If you go to the website, there are ghost tours, so you can go for yourself. Um, and there have been lots of pictures of energy orbs and some other apparitions seen. I saw this one picture that um, there was no reflection. There was nothing that you could see and get a reflection off of but it was a picture of a window and there was like this green arm not completely like the full arm but you could see like it, it looked like a fist was it like a green mist corner. or was it like a it solid like, arm it was like a misty not a solid that would that would be even more creepy that'd be weird mm-hmm. you are listening to voice america kids network i'm madeline and i'm emily and our topic is paranormal activity and we are we're discussing some places in arizona that are supposedly haunted. More specifically, the Jerome Grand Hotel. Yes, we're going to talk about more, but we were just mm-hmm. talking about that one right now. Um, and how there's also a painter that was there, and we were just discussing about how... how... artists are crazy. Exactly. And I'm an artist, so, <laughs> yep. That gives you a bunch of insight on Emily, just saying. <laughs> if you hadn't already gathered. <laughs> um, but he felt a zap of electric energy when he brushed a floating figure through the corridor. And I, that's just. <laughs> I don't think that I would be able to uh, to stay there after that happened. I'm I'm mm-hmm. okay with, like, a fear of spiders, for instance. I'm okay with looking at spiders, but once they start moving or like touching me, that's when I freak out. <laughs> and I think it's probably the same thing with ghosts. I can honestly th- say that a ghost has never touched me, which is pretty great because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be able to do the show. If, uh, <laughs> ugh. Yeah, there have been some also reports of uh, grabbing of shirts and tugging mm-hmm. uh, Perry, uh, um, he, Perry Damone. He also told us that he had his shirt tugged, and he saw a lot of um, activity when he was at the hotel. There was also, he was also showing us a picture of an apparition that he caught at oh. an abandoned high school in Jerome. Yes. And that's kind of crazy. Oh. It was like it was like a bone part of the leg. It's like where the leg disappeared and there was a bone. And then you could see the boots. There was no arm on the girl. And there was it was at thousands of shots per minute. And, and it only caught her in one of it. It was honestly one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. And it was quite clear, too. Mm-hmm. And then light shining from the back. Yeah. Anyway, since we're still in Arizona, can we talk about uh, the birdcage in Tombstone? Yeah, of course. Oh, yay. I went to Tombstone myself. I so wish I could have gone there. I got back from the trip, 
and I called Emily actually and she was saying oh did you go to the birdcage I'm like oh no what's it like have you been there and she's like oh no I haven't been there I actually heard about a ghost um, hunting thing on there and that it uh, was haunted and I'm like oh my gosh I should have gone there I remember even walking by it and seeing it uh, they they actually the ghost hunters did a they're a group that uh, hunts ghosts on I think they do Discovery Channel. I don't know. That might be complete misinformation, so don't listen to me. But the show is called Ghost Hunters, and um, they did an investigation there. And I really like them because they have a scientific approach to it, and they, they will never label it like this place is haunted and blah, 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 blah. But they will tell you whether or not there's paranormal activity. It's actually on the Sci-Fi Channel. Thank you. Um, I've just received information that is very helpful, so Top thank you. paper. <laughs> Yeah, so the Ghost Hunters is on the Sci-Fi Channel, and um, they do a very scientific approach on things. And when they went to do this investigation, they had audio recorders going all night. And I don't know if you're familiar with EVPs; they stand for Electronic Voice Phenomena. Yeah, so that's what exactly. that's what it is. And it's basically sounds that they pick up on a level that human ears can't. And over the night, not only did they see a full body apparition of a woman, which has never happened to them before. They also, very clearly on the EVP tape during the night, there was music. And it was like old time music. And it was just really, really And it bizarre. was just them. I would really encourage you to um, to check that out. Because the Birdcage Theater is not a working theater anymore. They, mm-hmm. It's just a museum. There have, there have been reports of poker chips flying after hours, um, a bunch of sounds. And then there was even an apparition of a woman inside of this one area that was closed off, a bunch of stuff. And even another sh- another ghost hunter group decided to go there. It's a really active place if you have two different TV shows going there and then a bunch of people touring it. You know, they also give ghost tours at night for $20 per person, oh, ages nice. 16 and up. So if you want to check that out, I think that's a really oh, interesting man, thing to do. Yet. Oh, yeah, me either. That'd be great. Uh, Another reason to want to be 16. Hey, maybe we can still get something. (laughs) If we have the right connections, get the right equipment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else, Madeline? I think we're about done. So let's end the show. I'm Madeline. You are listening to Voice America Kids. Bye. We've had too much freaky fun this week. Join us for another discussion next week on Beyond the Third Dimension on the Voice America Kids channel. Tonight, make sure the doors and windows are locked extra tight. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.